It's three stars time. Who made my three stars and who got left out? Let's hit it. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade. A reminder that this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Odyssey, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. Thanks for making this your first listen of the evening or the morning or whenever you listen to your local podcasts. So it is three stars time. I will admit, I legit had a difficult time picking three stars for the last week. There was a plethora of games, a lot of action in those five games. This is the only time this season where the Ducks will have five games in a week. That's a lot. And in those five games, the Ducks somehow ended up 3-1-1. and And a lot of guys had something to do with those victories. So it was very difficult to single out just three players. One of them is going to be obvious because he was on all the highlight reels. He did all the interviews. He said everything right this week. Now, if it wasn't for that play, Zegras probably would have been the third star this week. But just on the merit of that insane play alone... I've got to give Trevor Zegers the first star of the week because who the hell else would pull off that lacrosse-style pass to Sonny Milano to pretty much turn the hockey world upside down? Yes, some of the older hockey pundits are divided as to whether this kind of play was great for hockey or not. If you haven't seen the play right now, I've retweeted that thing a bunch of times. It's all over the internet. Just look up Zegers' goal. You'll find it. It's incredible. The presence of mind for Sonny Milano to call Michigan, but the presence of mind for Trevor Zegers to actually do the lacrosse style pass over the net and pass it to Milano, that shows extreme creativity on Trevor Zegers' side. And just for that alone, I have to give Zegers the first star of the week, but it's not just because of that. I look at the game he had against the Washington Capitals. He had two apples on that game, two extremely important assists. And he figured to be a key in that game. Yes, the Ducks did wind up losing that game. They got a point at Washington. They got a point against one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference, the Washington Capitals. The Ducks should be extremely proud of that. Extremely proud. Two apples on that game. Then he had that impressive assist against the Buffalo. But holy heck, what about the game against the Columbus Blue Jackets? Zegras had a pretty decent game against the Blue Jackets, all told. And we got to talk about the shootout goal more. Why are we not talking about that more? He had one of the slickest hands in the shootout. I mean, Raquel did have the game winner. But credit to Trevor Zegras for having the patience coming in as slow as he did. And absolutely fooling Elvis Merzlikens in the shootout. The Ducks before that... They didn't have any goals. Troy Terry, he got stopped by Merzlikens. Zegras was the one that got things going in the shootout. Yes, I could have said Isaac Lundestrom was a big part of the game, and he was. Lundestrom got the game tied up in the first, but that was so far back in the game that I have to look at the second and third period, 
where Zegris had plenty of chances. Zegris was actually given time on the ice on that game. He was given opportunities. And then once we got to the shootout, Coach Eakin said, yeah, do your thing. So Zegris went out there and gave the Ducks the lead in the shootout, which they would eventually win. So I would say Trevor Zegris had a huge role in two of those victories. And in a lesser sense, maybe even the win against St. Louis. Because Zegris also got a lot of time out there in the start. He was also given, finally, some time in overtime where he had a pretty high danger opportunity to get the game-winning goal in overtime. It didn't happen there, but you have to give credit to the kind of game he's been playing recently. He's starting to play more 200-foot hockey. He's starting to get really good on the forecheck. Even the backcheck he's improving on. Pretty much every aspect of his game he's improving on, and you could see the strides that Zegris is making time in and time out. And I will repeat this for everyone in the back. He's only 20 years old! He's only 20. He's still going to get better, folks. He's going to enter his prime. He's not in his prime right now, by the way. If people think he's in his prime right now, you've got to be kidding me. Yes, Zegris still makes the occasional rookie mistake. But again, he's young. He's a 20-year-old in a massive, massive league. For him to do what he's doing right now in the NHL, it is mind-boggling. For him to have 22 points in 28 games, that is very good. There are even talks that Zegris could be up for a Calder Award. He could be Rookie of the Year. I mean, I have to be honest, honest with the Ducks fans. If it's one thing I always am, it's honest. Lucas Raymond is probably the rookie of the year in the NHL, but Zegris is second. He's right there. If you tell me that Zegris is not in the conversation, you are lying. Because Zegris is absolutely in the conversation for the rookie of the year award in the National Hockey League. So once again, my first star of the week, Trevor Zegris. What an unbelievable apple. I've talked about this enough. I've talked about Zegris plenty on this podcast. He's going to get better. He turns 21 in about 100 days or so. About three months. So we'll see how he does on his age 21 year. (laughs) He's going to improve, folks. He's going to improve. It's going to be a matter of time before Zegris gets 60, 70 points a season. Just you wait. All right, we are going to head into the first intermission. But you know what, folks? I'm getting pretty hungry here. And I just had some Omaha Steaks burgers recently. And holy cow, are they delicious. I think they're fantastic. They are delectable, juicy. They are a great gift because the holidays are just around the corner. And finding the perfect gift is very tricky But if you want to get me a perfect gift or get anyone on your list a perfect gift, then Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world's famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons. Oh, those are yummy, folks. Chicken breasts to make your own 
chicken parm, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use code NHL, you'll also get an additional 8 Omaha Steaks burgers for free with your order. Trust me, they're delicious. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays and whatnot. Order the perfect gift package today and you'll get 8 free burgers when entering code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. Once again, that's omahasteaks.com, keyword NHL. Mm, I am... My mouth is watering just thinking about those burgers. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, this show is also brought to you by Boost Mobile. You listen to podcasts for the power of the inside track. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free... 5G phone so you can listen to the latest episodes and keep up with your favorite players and teams like the one that I just got, the Samsung A32. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can share all the insights, all on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save, Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere for all phones or networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. All right, so once again, my first star of the week was, of course, Trevor Zegris. Was there any doubt, folks? Was there really any doubt? My second star. This one was extremely tough because it could have gone two to three. And I'm someone that likes goaltending. And I've talked to this gentleman a few times. One of the friendliest guys out there stole the goalie, Anthony Stolarz. Oh man, I miss him in San Diego, but I'm very happy to see him doing well in Anaheim. Anthony Stolarz is my second star of the week. He's the backup goalie. Why is he your second? No, there's a reason. Anthony Stolarz figured in two of those big victories. And I have to give Stolarz credit for playing in that third game also. In the last week, in three games, he was 2-0 with a save percentage of close to about 950. He stopped almost every shot. He stopped every shot against the Sabres. He stopped every shot against Pittsburgh. He nearly stopped every shot against St. Louis, but still got the victory nonetheless. In 63 shots, he saved 61 of them. Ooh, boy, that is fan-freaking-tastic. That gave him a save percentage. You ready for this? 968. I had to do the math in my head. 968 was his save percentage in the past week. That is very good. 2-0. That's also very good. Yes, he was also in there in that loss to the Pittsburgh Penguins. But credit to Stolarz for coming in relief when Gibby went out with that lower body injury. And credit to Stoli the goalie for practically keeping the Ducks in that game. He made a couple of fantastic saves in that third period and really held his own for all that third period. If it wasn't for Stolarz, it could have been 2 nothing or 3 nothing Pittsburgh. But nonetheless, he made the stops when he had to. And he also made the huge stops against the St. Louis Blues and single-handedly kept them in the game in about the middle portion of that contest. Stolarz has had a pretty terrific season. I did call for him playing more last week. In fact, I did say that last week. Stoli needs to play more. 
and he's finally playing more. Yes, he still played in only nine games out of 30 this season. He's 5-2-1. and one. Let me repeat that. Anthony Stolarz is 5-2-1 and one this season. He has a save percentage of 930, a goals against of 226. You want to talk about a fantastic backup goaltender? This is it. Especially if you have Gibby who has to sit out for a game or two, then Stolarz is your guy. And I think this week would be the perfect opportunity to give Stolarz one, if not both, of the games this week. The Ducks have a game against Seattle tomorrow. They have a game against the Coyotes on Friday. Why not give Stolarz both those games and see what he's really made of? I think he could, in fact, win both of those games. So, again, Anthony Stolarz is my second star of the week. And, yeah, it it could have gone either way, but... Stolarz has looked impressive on that. His movement across the post has improved as the season has wore on. I would also expect Stolarz to start one of the games in Alberta. Either the game against the Oilers, ooh, or the game against Calgary. Hmm. A little bit of an interesting decision for Coach Eakins later on. They also have a couple of games against Vancouver, I would expect Stolarz to start one of those games as well. And if you have the kind of numbers that he's putting up, then I think it's up to Coach Dallas Eakins to put him in a little bit more. Gibby has been a little bit tired recently. He did go out with that injury Saturday against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Give Stoli the goalie a little bit more time. And also, also, his adjusted goals against average is 250, which is still better than league average. Honestly, he's he's doing fine. He's doing just fine. Oh, by the way, he also has a couple of shutouts this season. Yeah, he has not one, but two shutouts this season. Really should be three, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. His even strength save percentage this season is quite sterling. 948. That's a 948 save percentage on five, or sorry, on even strength, not just five versus five, four v four, three v three as well. But almost a 950 save percentage on even strength is quite good, and also above league average. So Anthony Stolarz, you keep doing what you're doing, man. You keep getting those shutouts, keep getting those wins, and before you know it, maybe Anthony Stolarz could play. 30 games this season, it would be beneficial for the Ducks to not play John Gibson every game. It would not be a detriment to Gibby's game, even though he wants to stay fresh and whatnot. No, it would be a detriment to play John Gibson, what, 50, 60 games a season like they did in 18 and 19. He played 51 games in 2020, and that was a shortened season. Yeah. The Ducks need to think about maybe resting Gibson just a little bit more than usual, especially if the Ducks are thinking about the playoffs this season. And I think 30 games in, maybe they should start thinking a little bit about playoffs in the back of their mind and think a little bit long term. Maybe you don't want Gibby out there for every single game. I could see Stoli playing 30 games this season. I could see Gibby playing 50 games this season. And that would be fine. That would be fine in the long run 
for this Anaheim Ducks team. All right, we are going to head into the second intermission. But first, let's talk about what I'm wearing right now, Stance Socks. Yes, I actually am wearing my Stance Socks right now. I'm wearing my San Diego All-Star Game Socks. They are warm. They are fantastic. They are super soft. And I love these. But I also love that Stance just launched a new line of active apparel for a runner and jogger like me. That is nothing but good news. Stance versus the other boring old socks apparel. No, Stance is it. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel with a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression. Because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. Head over to stance.com and use promo code Locked On to get 15% off your first purchase. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. Coming up after the second intermission, I'll tell you my third star of the week and who got left out. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On, Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez as I give my three stars of the previous week. Five games in seven days. That's a lot. There was a lot of players to choose from. My first star was, of course, Trevor Zegris because that ridiculous saucer assist, the lacrosse assist, whatever you want to call it, the <laughs> the flying Z I've, I've seen all these nicknames. That's the one I like the best. I like Flying Z the best. But that's just me. So Zegras first star. Stoli second star. My third star of the week will go to Troy Terry. That is right. Troy Terry, who is very good at hockey, by the way, had a very important game against the St. Louis Blues just the other night. In his last week, he had three points. In fact, a lot of guys had three points over the last week. A ton of them. Sonny Milano had three points. But Troy Terry, I think, deserves that third star because he single-handedly got the Ducks. Well, not single-handedly. Stoli helped get the Ducks that victory. But Troy Terry was the guy that propelled the Ducks and single-handedly gave them that victory Sunday night at St. Louis. You talk about a guy who's really come back strong. He's showing that much more confidence in his entire game this season. Just in the past two games, he has doubled his career total. The previous four seasons, he had a career total of 15 goals. Just this season, in 29 games, he has 17 goals. He's on one this season. The big difference is playing with who he considers one of his good friends on the team, one of his best friends on the team, in fact, El Capitan, Ryan Getzloff, who is back. Once Getzy came back, Troy Terry has been on a different planet, especially on the last game. Two goals. He had the game-tying goal late in the game, and then he had that all-important penalty shot goal to win the game at St. Louis. I talked all about that goal on yesterday's podcast, Today, 
I want to talk about how good he was just in the last couple of games. Maybe not so much the entire week, but just in the last couple of games. He's beginning to find his shot again. The first two games of this week, he didn't have any shots on goal. He looked super, super timid. Almost as if he was, I don't want to use the word lost, but that's what it seemed like at times. He was lost without Getty there. Then the game at Columbus, he began to pick it up a little bit, started to try to drive the offense. Once Getzloff came back, Ryan was there to feed the good passes to Troy Terry. And Terry had a couple of really good chances on the game against Pittsburgh, but it was the Casey to Smith show. And then he had those excellent chances at St. Louis, including the one goal and then the presence of mind to get out on the open ice and kind of cheat a little bit in order to get that perfect pass and get that receive in order to have that breakaway in overtime. Once he had the puck on his stick, he knew he had to motor and motor he did. He's got the wheels. He's got the wherewithal to get that open shot. And that resulted in the hooking penalty from behind, which resulted in the penalty shot, and that one went in. So Troy Terry was my third star of the week. But man, there there was some close ones there. I could have given a star to Sonny Milano, and I know some people saying, yeah, why didn't you give Sonny Milano a star? (sighs) Because Sonny Milano, as important as he is to this team, he didn't really, really directly take a game in his hand. Stoli really held it together. That's why I gave Stolarz a star. Troy Terry was the guy who single-handedly won that game against the Blues. Sonny Milano, he was very good this week as well, but I think he just missed the cut this week. Although Sonny Milano, like I said, he did have three points in this past week. He had the two points against Washington. He had the one point against Buffalo. That impressive goal on the tap-in from that sick Zegris pass, or the Flying Z pass. So Sonny Milano, he could have gotten one. I also could have given one to Isaac Lundestrom, who I thought also had a pretty good week. Uh, Just in general, Lundestrom has shown great strides in his game, and I've loved watching him go up and down the ice and really battle in the crease, and in the slot. That's something where he's had major improvements on this season. Jamie Drysdale, I thought, had a pretty decent week this week. Uh, More so on the defensive end. That's one area where he has shown improvement. So I liked Drysdale. Raquel, I thought, was okay this week. A lot of guys had a good week. Hey, what about Buddy (laughs) Robinson? I'm not going to give Robinson a star, but I just wanted to say Buddy Robinson, first goal of the season. Way to go, buddy. I'm sorry. Way to go, Charles. (laughs) So once again, my three stars of the week are Zegris, Stolarz, and of course, Troy Terry. That could all change next week. Uh, Looking ahead on the schedule, there is in fact only two games this coming week. It feels like the Ducks played a ton of games last week, and that's really because they kind of did. There's the game tomorrow against the Seattle Kraken. And then we have a game on Friday against the Arizona Coyotes. That's it. Those are all the games this week. So we'll see how the Ducks do on these two games. They're against lesser opponents. Seattle's not very good. 
Arizona sucks. I still hope Arizona loses 50 games this season. And speaking of Arizona, did you guys see what happened with their payment or lack thereof last week? Apparently, they sort of almost missed a payment and they almost defaulted on the payment. They were almost kicked out of Gila River Arena. But the payment was made. Gila River, they stay for the rest of the season. If you haven't watched the game out there, it's actually kind of enjoyable. It's not a bad arena, so make your drive out to Gila River Arena out in Glendale, Arizona. It's not a bad venue, but it's the last time we'll see the Coyotes there. And who knows what's going to happen after this season. Who knows where they're going to play. Are they going to stay in Arizona? Are they going to go to Tempe? Is that proposal going to come through? Still a ton of question marks on that end. And you know that's in the back of their minds a little bit. If they don't want to admit it, it's there. So once again, two games this week. Let's see how the Ducks do against those bottom feeders of the West. All right, that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for listening. It is greatly appreciated. Thanks for making Locked on Ducks your first listen. And don't forget to make Locked on Bets your second listen of the day with your boy Q. He's awesome. Check him out. On Twitter. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. I won't be covering tomorrow's game because I make no qualms and I don't hide this. I work in other sports. So I will be working tomorrow night. That's just how it goes. And then Friday's game against Arizona, I won't be covering that one live as well because, hey, minor league hockey. So... Make sure to tune in to the games. I think one of them is going to be on ESPN+. Plus, So do check that out. Um, it's going to be a fun one this week. Hopefully the Ducks can get four more points this week and stay in first place in the Pacific Division. Oh, by the way, I just like that ring to it. So Ducks fans, here it is one more time. Thanks for listening to the home of <laughs> the first place in the Pacific Division. Locked on Anaheim Ducks. Once again, first place in the Pacific Division. Thank you so much for listening. It's greatly appreciated. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great evening. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And Ducks fly together. (laughs) 